Thanks, Rabbi Dan. And uh, I liked having those announcements on the screen. I thought that was that was terrific. So thanks for doing that. So Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Um, it's interesting. This week's parasha, or actually double parasha, as it happens this year, is one that's usually among the most difficult to connect to our modern lives. It's about skin disease and bodily fluids and ritual impurity and sacrifice. But this year, it smacks us in the face with its relevancy. It is the double Torah portion Tazria Mitzora, and it is the biblical text of contagion, isolation, and quarantine. In the Torah, when someone was afflicted with tsara'at, a skin disease, sometimes translated as leprosy, they had to go through a whole series of rituals with a priest to determine that they had indeed been diagnosed with this disease. And consequently, they were isolated out of the camp for seven days. That actually sounds like a short time period to me right now. But before this year, and I feel like that's how we're marking time now, before COVID and after. So before, in the olden times, I always thought about this diagnostic ritual and isolation in the parasha as a kind of a punishment. But now I can better understand it, at least in its simple reading, as a public health measure, much like our own attempts at isolation and distancing today. Now, Torah being Torah, we know that there are spiritual layers that can bring us to a more meaningful place in our lives today. And so to turn our attention to a message that surely resonates with our current world, I want to focus on one particular detail in the text. It so happens that after the priest made a positive assessment that this person was infected with Sara'at, but before they had to head off into their period of isolation, the person who was affected themselves had to make a proclamation. They had to rend their clothes, uncover their head, cover their mouth, and call out, Tame, Tame impure, impure. I find this to be really strange. I mean, hasn't this person been through enough already? Why did they have to be responsible for a public announcement of their affliction? Thought about it, and I came up with two possibilities. Number one, maybe this was an ancient precursor of contact tracing. If a person had the disease, then others might consider if they were also exposed. As an offering of public safety, this public declaration might help to reduce the spread. My second idea is that maybe by going public, it created an environment that reduced stigma for those who are afflicted with tsara'at. One of my oldest and dearest friends who was afflicted early on with COVID-19, and thank God has recovered, 
shared descriptions of her symptoms on Facebook so that others would know how to recognize if they were experiencing something similar. I found her sharing to be so brave and honest and vulnerable. When we first heard Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson share their diagnosis, I think that that was an important turning point for many of us for similar reasons, to help to loosen that stigma. Now, I wasn't the first person to have this question. In fact, the Talmud gives us two ideas of its own, which I think bring a beautiful lesson for our time. The Talmud asks a question, why does this affected person have to say the word Tameh twice? Tameh, Tameh, impure, impure. The answer, the Talmud says, is that that double iteration teaches us two lessons. First, the Mitzorah, the afflicted person, must inform the public of his pain so that others will pray on his behalf. And second, he must warn the public to stay away so that they avoid coming into contact with him in contracting ritual impurity. Here we see that that doubling of the word Tameh allows for a two-directional support system. The community shows support for the sick and the sick shows compassion to his or her community. It is the responsibility of the affected person to isolate, ask for help, social distance, and it is the responsibility of the community to offer the support, prayer, and ultimately whatever assistance is possible. No one should be isolated more than necessary. For as much as the individual suffers, so does the community. The imposed isolation of this pandemic today is meant to care for the infected as best as we can and to protect others from the devastating impact of this illness that does not yet have a vaccine or obvious treatment. Whenever the reintegration into life as we know it happens, it will not be simple. It will not return us to the past before COVID upended our lives. We are all Mitsura. We are all afflicted in some way these days. Some with our physical health, some with our mental health, but all of us in trying to keep distance from one another. Each of us must do our part to end the spread of this pandemic. Separation now, we hope, will let lead to reintegration later. This virus has taught us that it's impossible to separate ourselves from the greater world, and that our own personal health and safety depends on the health and safety of all of the most vulnerable around us. I think that a lesson we can draw from this parasha, from the rabbis of the Talmud, can help us understand that if something positive might come from this terrifying time, it might be 
that opportunity to remake the social fabric of our world, that we collectively take responsibility for the health and well-being of each and every member of our society. Shabbat Shalom.